Welcome to the show. Welcome to your Thought Life podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. On this podcast, we help people overcome mindset challenges to fast track personal and professional success. If you haven't already, do consider subscribing and following the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes. They are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And thank you so much for taking the time to leave us a rating and a review to help the channel grow to reach more people seeking this style of content. Your support of the show most certainly is appreciated. Letting go of what others think or say is our topic for today. I want to start off by sharing with you that psychology specifically has a great deal to contribute to this topic. I want to share a few concepts with you, and then we're going to get into literally what we can do to omit this need from our lives so that we can have freedom and balance. As I shared, psychology acknowledges the significance of letting go or releasing oneself from the excessive concern which really is centered around what people may think, what people may say. Because this specific concept has roots in three different spaces, in self-esteem, in social anxiety, and our overall mental health or well-being. And what we've come to understand and what science agrees is that when we can have a life that is separate from the cares of what people may think or say about us, we can begin to embrace who we actually are. At the point where we're able to embrace who we are, we can begin to make the necessary changes to propel us forward and to achieve the goals, the dreams, the aspirations that we have for ourselves. But when we're bound by the concerns of what others may think, it stops us in our tracks and prevents us from having the forward momentum that we need to really fire on all cylinders. This really emphasizes the importance of finding healthy ways to process the scenarios that we find ourselves a part of where opinion may be yielded by others in the form of comments or what even we think they may say as a result of what we're getting ready to do. Letting go of excessive concerns about all of these things is going to fundamentally change how we interact with the world. It's going to make us a much more authentic individual because we're not striving to fit into somebody's mold. We're going to have resilience. Why? We can bounce back quickly because we don't give, you know, what comes after that, any cares about what others may think. And this positive orientation is going to certainly fuel the balance and the well-being that we need to be literally our best version. Let's start off by talking about this. We know that self-esteem and self-worth are central to the human experience. There's a famous psychologist by the name of Carl Rogers. He's done some really exciting things 
any area of self-esteem and self-worth. What he says is that individuals have a need for positive regard from others. What that translates to is we want acceptance from people outside of our circle. That's how we feel a part of the community of people that we're doing life with. And for some, it provides fulfillment. Roger goes on to say, however, an over-reliance on external validation can lead to incongruence between oneself and their ideal self. Just a few moments ago, I made mention of the authentic self. This authentic self is literally aligned with the ideal self. Some might say your higher self. Then there's your current version where you are right now. All of us in some way, shape or form are striving and endeavoring to be our best self, our ideal self, our most authentic self. But when you are encapsulated and stifled by this need to have validation from others, your locus of control is now external, you're unable to become that next best version of yourself. Why? Because you can't assume that identity because no one has said it. And what we're saying here is an over-reliance on that doesn't allow you to be your best version. So it's time out for being like that. It's time to change the locus of control to internal where you are squarely in control of how you feel, what your future looks like, and the identification necessary for you to become your authentic self. More on that in just a few. I mentioned in intro self-esteem, social anxiety, and I also talked about well-being, which we're going to placate in the arena of mindfulness and acceptance. But I want to do number two first, which is social anxiety. All of us from time to time have to address irrational thoughts and beliefs. These irrational thoughts and beliefs can sometimes be associated with social anxiety. Letting go of the need for, let's say, constant approval, constant affirmation, constant validation is really going to change your trajectory. I also just made mention of internal locus of control. We want to shift that dynamic by letting go of this need to have others validate us. We come to a point where we can let go of that so we can put on something better. What we're going to be putting on is a mindset that does not require approval, validation, or acceptance. In its place, we're going to be putting on thoughts of our own that say we respect all of the inputs from social. We're just simply not going to allow those to dictate how we feel about ourselves, about our identity, about our self-worth, about our self-esteem. I'm going to tell you something. I did this probably a year ago. It was tied to a move. So every time there is some uh, big 
announcement, some big incident, I always leverage that to become another version. In this case, we were selling a home and downsizing and moving to a different home. And I said, when I get to that new home, I am going to cease caring about what people think about me, what they may say about me, or if I go into a specific endeavor, what their commentary might be, what their review might be, what they may comment in social media. I'm just simply going to let go of those. Those are not going to be something that I care about any longer. And I did that. And I'm going to tell you something. This is profound. About two weeks later, what I noticed is that every day when I woke up, I just felt absolutely groovy every single day because there had been such a burden lifted from me that it just allowed me to have a groovy feeling all day long. Things that I used to be really up in arms, bent out of shape, if you will, about, not anymore. Why? Because I stopped caring about circumstantial stuff, much of which I was making up, because I can't tell what somebody's thinking. I don't know what they're actually going to say. I don't know how they're going to comment on social. We make all this stuff up in the form of self-suffering, and we allow this social anxiety to permeate our being, and it throws us really off kilter. So I stopped doing that, and I got a big benefit. I would highly encourage you to do likewise. Number three is mindfulness and acceptance. The mindfulness practice, as you very well are aware, if you've been around the channel for any time, we teach this quite a bit as a foundational element for you really coming to understand what makes you tick. The mindfulness practice encourages us to be present and in the moment. No judgment, zero judgment. We're letting go of concerns about others' opinions that we can align with mindset principles that say we accept ourselves where we are. If you didn't check out that episode that we did a few back, you should take a listen to that. That's fantastic. It's getting really, really good reviews and great listenership. We're going to exercise the principles of acceptance. This is where we are. We're fine with where we are, but there's some improvements that we want to make. As we implement those improvements, our ability to self-assess, our ability to catch the subtle cues that our self-esteem is being called into question, our self-worth is being called into question, our social anxieties are at a peak. We're going to catch these things and turn those around before they're able to do something that we don't need them to do or want them to do. I was really encouraged by Leo Su, who says, care about what other people think and you will always be their prisoner. We can literally, as he says, lock ourselves up by being so concerned or overly concerned with the thoughts and the opinions of others. Let me tell you what you can do to undo this set of circumstances to free yourself from this. The very first thing is we're going to enter into some good old-fashioned self-regulation. When you're spending 
quality, quiet time with yourself, you're going to begin to think about as a part of a wholesome daily morning routine. What are my triggers? What are the things that are creating the behaviors that I don't particularly care for? Why is it that I have such a strong need for acceptance and validation from others? What are the specific scenarios and situations that make me feel some kind of way regarding opinions and thoughts? Then take them a step deeper, family, and ask yourself, why is that important to me? If you go three levels deep with the intent of being incredibly honest with yourself and transparent with yourself and tying your childhood into it that you can get to root cause, what you'll find is you're going to be able to put your finger directly on the situation that likely, again, took place in your childhood and was validated in adolescence and now it's part of your core behavior pattern, exactly what it was, so you can begin to prioritize all of these types of triggers to see which ones you want to go after first. Then you're going to question your thoughts. You're going to say to yourself, all right, that thought was pretty negative. What was that all about? What's the origin of that? Is it true? Do I have any evidence to prove that it's true? What facts can I bring to bear to substantiate that this negative thought indeed is in the fact category? And after you've done these two things, what you're going to do is take some time to see how you're treating yourself. Are you treating yourself nicely? Are you being kind to yourself? Or when you have these negative thoughts, do you permit yourself to go all the way down that pathway to the point where you're starting to really be mean to yourself? You're not exhibiting any self-compassion. You're being crucial. You're being critical and judgmental of yourself. If you're doing that, I want you to stop that. I want you to cut it out ASAP. And I want you to replace that with the same level of kindness that you have for your mother, that you have for your father, your brother, your sister, your best friend that you grew up with. You should be treating yourself equally good that you can cultivate this environment internal to you that says, I support me. If no one else does, I support me. And when you can support yourself, You don't need any validation from anyone else. After you've done that, then you're going to sum it up with establishing some very healthy boundaries. How do you do that? Well, what things do you hold in great value? What are your core values? What are your priorities? What are the things that are important to you? Then I want you to ask yourself questions like, Why are these opinions influential? And if you can't come up with a good reason, root cause, then you're simply not going to do that anymore. When you catch yourself doing that because of your heightened sense of awareness, you're simply going to nip that in the bud and cease doing it. That's a boundary. When you hear that beginning of someone's commentary, And it's got that 
tone that you've identified in your triggers that doesn't work for you and starts to get you in a mode where you're not in your good space, you're losing the state that you were in that was positive in exchange for one that's not, you're simply going to stop that person cold and tell them I'm not interested in what you have to say about this matter. Thank you very much. I understand where you're coming from, but I will deal with this. If you don't have the capacity to deal with it in earnest, then partner with a coach, partner with a mastermind, partner with a BFF, someone who you can trust to give you good, sound, quality advisory. And after you've established those boundaries, stick to them. This is not a seasonal thing. This is not like a fad diet. Once you put these into place, these are to be in place permanently. Know that they will be tested. Understand that somebody's going to come right up to the edge and they're going to look at that button and they're going to be like, hmm, I've seen this button work before. Let me try it. Immediately, your boundary ought to kick into action without any emotion. If you're doing it like that, family, you are absolutely doing it correctly. Here's some tips and tricks that you can use right away to turn this situation around to the extent that you let go of what others think and say. And as you're doing that, you embrace a unique version of yourself that is ready to go the distance without the validation of others, without the approval of others, without the external locus of control being with somebody else other than you. You maintain your locus of control at all times going forward. Thanks for tuning in and that's going to conclude this episode. I appreciate your time and your attention. You can reach me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R Thought Life, no spaces. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.